Hey everyone and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about Monster Hunter Rise. The game is releasing next week on March 26th and I got Brian from another vinyl page here and Brandon and we are going to go ahead and talk about that today. But first I want to remind you we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Accessories where you can save 15% off your first order using the code ITJUSTWORKSPOD in all caps. Thank you Forever Grips Gaming for sponsoring the show. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and engage in the posts, questionnaires, or polls I do on there. You are welcome to DM me on there as well. That is at It Just Works Pod on Instagram. Once again, that is at It Just Works Pod. So let's go ahead and cue that intro and talk about Monster Hunter. Alright everyone, thank you for uh, listening to the show today. We're going to be talking about Monster Hunter Rise, as I said before. Brian from another Vinyl Pages here today. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on again. Yeah, I'm so glad you've been patient as I try to record the fucking intro like ten times. Uh, Brandon is also back. How are you doing today, man? Hey, man. Welcome. Uh, I am not cutting any of this. Oh my god. Do you have an episode of outtakes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brandon. Brandon just had a fucking stroke, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's what's Any, Anyways. Oh, um, shit. I'm doing uh, good. <laughs> I'm doing we're supposed to be talking about Monster Hunter Rise today. I'm going to commit to this. Uh, Brian, have you played any video games this weekend? If so, what, which ones? Other than Monster Hunter, I played the Monster Hunter demo, and I've been playing Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. That just came out, didn't it? On the Switch, it came out on PlayStation before. Oh, uh, how's that been so far? Um, I have only played for like 20-30 minutes, and so far I don't think it's as good as the Insane Trilogy. I played the originals too, but, um, the Insane Trilogy is really good. This one didn't feel as lively, but then again, like I said, I've only played 20, 30 minutes. Maybe when I, as I keep playing, I'll like it more, but not super impressed yet, but it could change. Well, thankfully, you don't have to talk about Monster Hunter Rise. That's what we're talking about the whole episode, so we'll wait for your reaction to the demo. But Brandon, what video games have you been playing this week? Oh, well, aside from the, the demo, like how we've all been putting our hands on it, getting a feel for the game, and of course, introducing Brian, I've been playing Hades, as I usually do. I did pick up the Master Chief Collection on Steam, which I've been having, haven't put as much time as I want to into it, but I've been having a blast with it, going through the Reach campaign currently. And other than that, I've just been uh, building decks and just waiting till next Friday. Yeah, man, I, you know, it was pretty cool for us to play Master Chief Collection, you know, you're playing on the computer and I'm playing on the Xbox, so we get to play the crossplay. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, you know, we were playing the demo. I played Super Mario 3D World. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Coliseum. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun to go down that nostalgia avenue. As there's a hint to a future episode you'll hear about. Uh, but now we're going to move on to Monster Hunter Rise. That's what we're here to talk about today. And I want to start off with the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Uh, me and Brandon are veterans of the franchise at this point. We've been playing it for just about a decade and a couple of years. I mean, we're almost there. Uh, Brian, however, is brand new to the franchise. Uh, Brian, how do you feel about the demo so far? We've done a few online hunts. You haven't had a chance to do tutorials yet. You've been busy. But with a couple uh, online hunts we've done, how do you feel about the game so far? 
I'm liking it a lot more playing with you guys because I downloaded the demo before I started talking to you guys about it and I played it and I was a little confused, a little overwhelmed because I didn't know what I was doing. So then you started telling me that you guys were playing. So once I started playing with you, I started understanding it a little bit more. And I feel like as I keep playing and playing and playing, I will learn and start to grasp everything. So <clears throat> I'm going to pick it up when it comes out. Yeah, one of the things that I made sure to tell Brian and, and hopefully any of you listening out there who are maybe interested in Monster Hunter, uh, there's a huge learning curve to this game. Uh, thankfully, you know, come Monster Hunter Rise, the game is well-grounded and it's easy to pick up more than ever in a good way. They didn't make the game easier. They just made it more fine-tuned and the quality of life improvements they've made over the years has really stood out. Whether it's creating potions, gathering materials, sharpening your weapons having infinite act, uh, pickaxes in your inventory, uh, inventory management as a whole, and even the combat system itself and the camera angles that you or the camera itself for battling the monsters. And uh, so far, I would say you're picking it up, you know, pretty well. It's not an easy game to just come out of nowhere and pick up. I mean, me and Brandon talk about it all the time. Uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, which was our first Monster Hunter game, was one of the toughest games I've ever learned. Uh, I think it took me four to five hours to finally grasp the basic concepts of the game. There was an underwater battle in that game, which was the most difficult thing I think I've ever done. Which, you know, looking back at it, it's probably ridiculous. But at the time, it was one of the most difficult experiences ever. But uh, before I talk about it, Brandon, how do you feel about the demo so far? Uh, so far, I think it's really great. There, It's definitely... Uh quality in terms of uh, graphics it looks a lot better than uh, Generations Ultimate did on the Switch it's as if, I feel like it, they put World, made it into a more Eastern themed locale and then put it on the Switch, it looks amazing uh, really happy with the gameplay changes and how fast paced it made it all seem um, I'm I'm beyond excited for the for the full release, I think going back to the Switch, you know, obviously you're going to have some concerns about that, you know, since we were essentially spoiled with world but i think uh i think rise is going to be an, another excellent point for veterans of the series like ourselves and for people who uh you know obviously there's a huge influx of switch owners with um ever since last year and that's their only console and now you get to experience monster yeah. hunter and uh now we get to bring more people into the fold and it's it's a great series that i feel like a lot of people will um hopefully enjoy so uh, i'm excited and um thursday at 9 p.m I'm going <laughs> to at least take an hour to create my character. So maybe more. We'll see. <laughs> so Brian, having played a few hunts, uh, you know, watching a few trailers, seeing some monsters from the trailers, and even hunting a couple, as we just said, uh, what's your favorite thing about the demo so far for you? What was something that stood out to you? You're like, okay, I'm going to give this game a chance. Is it playing with us? Is it the monsters, the combat, the art style? Like, is there anything that really caught your eye, uh, you know, kind of looking into the game? It's definitely playing with you guys and like, like I said, when I first downloaded the demo without you guys, I literally played it for 10, 15 minutes and I was like, ooh, this is a bit too much for me. And then the more and more I played with you guys, we did a, we played a little while earlier, just understanding it more. There's a lot to, it's hard to pick one thing that I like, but I'm just liking it more overall yeah. in general. So like, is there... Anything that you're excited to learn more, or is it just a, as a as a broad and just the you know, combat? Yeah, the spectrum. I want to learn more, and I want to see all the different monsters and whatnot. Is there any sort of like uh, general weapon that you feel like you are really interested in at the moment? 
any of the swords I'm liking. What was the other one that I picked and you guys were like... Oh, oh you oh. picked the bow gun just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why I think you can learn the bow gun, you definitely will be able to play with it. As I said, you can switch your class uh, on a fly. If you want a weapon, you can make it from the monster you just hunted. Uh, I just think the ranged weapons aren't the best to start out with. As a beginner, to, to, yeah. Yeah, to really understand the game, its core values, and then the monsters, right? So once you learn like a couple of the monsters, that's when I would say, like, okay, cool, let me test the weapons out now. I just think from the get-go, it's not smart to do that. I think tr staying to traditional melee until you get a grasp of the game is the way to go. Oh, yeah, just looking in as a beginner, I can tell that I have a lot to learn still, but I'm willing to learn and see what this game has to offer. I can tell you guys have loved it for a long time, so... Yeah, man, it's just, it's such a good franchise, and it's the mo it's one of the most consistent ones. It's one of the best at improving a previous entry. If there is something that they knew fans didn't like, they get rid of it. Uh, so, for instance, Monster Hunter Rise, there's no mounting, there's no um, clutch claw, there's no mantles, which was from Monster Hunter World, and essentially it made the game a lot easier. With the clutch claw, you're able to soften a, mo uh, a monster's hide, and so you can do critical damage attacks. Well, you can constantly do that and do that until, well, they're dead. So it's just things like that that they got rid of. They want to make the game challenging, but not too easy at the same time. Or not too hard, but not too easy. So I think uh, the developers are really good at, you know, balancing that. Uh, Brandon, uh, coming from playing a lot of the Monster Hunter games, is there anything you still hope to see with the launch of the game, which comes out next week again? Well, man, I mean, um, as you mentioned, you know, Capcom, as developers, they, they they do nothing but improve the game. They take things out that people may not be fans of, and they improve upon a lot of things. Like, obviously, Underwater Combat and 3 Ultimate was not liked by most of the fan base. I don't think, I remember talking to somebody who actually did enjoy it. Um, and if you did, you're a masochist, but... <laughs> um, that sounds terrible. But, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> It, I, yeah, we won't make you experience it. But I, I think I'm happy with anything. Like, I, One thing I really wanted to see was the... All I could say that's come true is seeing these title updates that we saw in World quite a bit. And we already got a preview of that with the Camellios drop. And after watching the trailer just now with Brian, we saw that there was going to be Camellios and several other monsters, even just at the end of April. So the fact that that's just that one month, a month post-launch, we're going to get a lot more content it's just it gives me high hopes and uh with video games lately i've been extremely disappointed but anytime capcom says anything about monster hunter like it's just it's just nothing but positive it's, it's such a breath of fresh air to have i don't know i feel like a company who kind of gives a shit about their players so that's what i feel whenever i watch a something some dudes about monster hunter so it's refreshing <clears throat> to see so i'm uh I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's happy, everybody. There was a long pause there, but he's happy. That's all that I matters. Can't, I can't think of the word, but all I can say is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. <laughs> so one of the new features of the game that you will be able to experience in Monster Hunter Rise is called Rampage Mode. Uh, it's where you'll find different versions of monsters called Apex Monsters. Uh, they've been inflicted by Rage from the new uh, flagship monster, uh, Magnamala. Magnamala? Magnamala, yeah. Magnamalo, right. one of them. Um... But it also comes with a new game mode, which is like Horde or Firefight. If you played, you know, the uh, Halo or Gears of War, 
Um, it's a wave-based game mode where it's basically like a tower defense as well. Um, all etched together, fighting several monsters in one wave, uh, working as a team with your different loadouts to conquer them and uh, stop the monsters from you know taking out villages. Uh, Brian, what did you think of this game mode so far? I showed you a little bit of it briefly, but explaining it to you, um, is it have you interested or is it kind of just sound scary? Because to me, it sounds intimidating a little bit. Because obviously, we're gonna have those harder waves where it's like all hard monsters, and it's like, oh my god! So it sounds, it sounds fun essentially. Oh, yeah. Like it just sounds like, extremely interesting, but it seems like I'm gonna. I have a lot of work before I can get to that, but. Probably, yeah, yeah. A lot of work, but no, that seemed awesome when you were telling me about it and showing me the clips of it, all of it. Uh, Brandon, as a veteran who knows, you know, basically the the difficulty gap, how do you feel about this Rampage mode so far? I feel like they should probably have it, I don't want to say locked behind completing a part of the game. It would make sense, canonically, for it to be locked behind beating the main monster, or getting close to beating the main monster. Uh, so that way, newer players can get a feel for it and you know see how these monsters interact because it's 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 completely different um, from what you'll find playing the game normally. You see them in their habitats. You literally hunt them, as anybody who's played the series knows. Like you you go through, you can stalk them, etc. But here they're you know advertised as being enraged, constantly upset. So they're going to be agitated. They're probably going to be in rage mode a lot more often, which. Uh, as soon as a monster enters rage mode and you're not ready for it, you uh, that could be uh, quest clear uh, quest ended really quick. Um, and uh, having them all come at you at once, I can't remember the last time we had fought four monsters at the same time. Do you do you remember anything like that in the series? I think no matter what, you can't. There, yeah. There's only three monsters on a map at a time in some in uh, in some instances, but it's never been four. And in some of the trailers, it looks like there's even six or seven. So I don't know how they're going to go about, uh, you know, the health of the monsters. Maybe the health of the monsters is reduced, but the Apex mo uh, monster is, you know, got a lot of health. But the thing that I think makes this look so interesting is it's not like your typical wave-based tower defense mode. It's still Monster Hunter. So it's like the skill of one hunter can really, like, let's say a Rathian comes in, right? I've killed that monster probably 300 times. <laughs> like, I can go take that out while you guys focus on another monster. Like, there's yeah. the... Everyone's going to have something about them that really brings a lot to the team. And then, plus, some NPCs join up, too. Some of the villagers. And uh, I just think uh, it's a fresh take on a classic style of game mode. But in this game, I think it's really refreshing the way they're doing it. Uh, you can't play it in the demo, so obviously we don't know if it's going to live up to what it looks like, but I still have high hopes. Um, Brandon, moving on to you real quick. Is there any monster you hope comes back that you haven't seen yet? So we're getting my boy uh, Zenogre, which is amazing, but if I could have one monster back, I really uh, I really need the... They say Zenogre's the Usurper monster, but... Um, in terms of my favorite monsters, uh, Glavinus definitely usurped Zenogre. I would love to see Glavinus back in Rise. How likely that is, maybe maybe in like one of the title updates later on. But I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I hope that's the hope that's the case. But uh, uh, aside from him, maybe Legaya Crisp. But that's that's high hopes. That's wishful thinking. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> And that's the three stages of denial that I just went through right there. Yeah, uh, he went through it real quick and and uh, in live. 
Like quick time. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Because Ligairis, he's not coming back, is he? <laughs> live what? real quick time. Quick, real quick live time. I don't fucking know, dude. I just got my words jumbled up like crazy. What were you going to say, though? Uh, he's not coming back, right? Like, I'm not tripping? Uh, Ligairis is not coming back yet, right. but I still think because of, like... Some of the monsters they're making, I still think it, he can come back. Potentially. There's the like, Mizutsune, obviously, and um, the new Mud. The new Mud Legaiacris. Muddy Legaiacris, yeah, they could totally... They could bring him back. But but yeah, for sure, Glavinus, that's the one I would love to see back. Maybe even Nergagante, too. Well, I, I think Nergagante is going to come back. I think he's probably going to be in the game. Um, I'd like to see probably Brachidos, my, my bread and oh, butter. Yep. Uh, he still has one of the best sword and shields in Monster Hunter. Uh, it's just a really uh, badass monster, but he's also the flagship monster of Monster Hunter 3 when it came out in Japan. And uh, just fighting him in Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate and then you know Monster Hunter World and Generations, he's just such a badass monster. Uh, he's literally like a T-Rex looking guy with boxing glove arms that also blows shit up. So he's pretty crazy. With a pompadour. Uh, yeah, he's just a, such a cool creature. Um, we'll, hopefully we'll get him back. Uh, Brian, the new guy to the franchise, is there any kind of creature you hope to see in the game? So we have a spider monster, we have dragons, we have bear-looking monsters. Is there any type of creature you like in real life that you're like, oh, I hope there's like a monster version of well, this? Well, like, like you guys know, I'm a total noob when it comes to this franchise, but this one on the screen right now actually looks really cool. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> so in the background, everybody, I have my monitor, my Xbox playing cutscenes from Monster Hunter World. Um, you are you are actually looking at the Witcher DLC. Uh, this ah, monster's from Witcher. He's not going to be back. Um, this monster's called the the, the Leshen, right? and he was a bitch. You wouldn't like him. Uh, he <laughs> was design wise, he looks amazing though. Yeah, like something like that. Or not spooky. That's a weird way to put it. But like, like a, but kind of um, creepy, creepy, uh, yeah, kind like of creepy, horrifying, like kind of you know gets under your skin a little bit. Yeah, just by looking at it. That's the kind of monsters I would like to see. I'm kind of surprised they haven't gone down that route, like a more like creepy terrain where it's like. Well, we kind of got that with the Rotten Vale and um oh good lord what's his name, um Val Hazak. Val Hazak. We got. Literally a, a fish zombie looking dragon. That was like one of the elder dragons, one of the bosses of Monster Hunter World. So we got a little glimpse of that, but um, with with Rise with Rise and its setting and everything, I don't know if we're gonna get something um, that's gonna be as creepy or morbid, macabre, if you will, as Valhazak. What's that bear with the sword attached to his arm? I was, was gonna say like a demon. That looks that sounds amazing. That looks very creepy. We <laughs> didn't see that in the trailers. There's a new monster that is like an ice polar bear that has a red mask on, and he has got deep yellow eyes that glow, and it looks fucking horrifying. Uh, and one of his whole arm is he's got he's got a claw like hands with a claw, big barrel claw, and then he's got a, like a sword attached to his hand. Oh, that's really cool. So that's that's something along those lines. But yeah, they they could definitely use some uh, some more morbid monsters. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to kind of have like a monster hunter horror game, like the. Resident Evil team and the Monster Hunter team get oh, together yeah. to make something. Although I guess they kind of did that too with the Resident Evil crossovers. What is this crossover what is, episode? What is going on here? Well, Monster Hunter did have a crossover with Resident Evil, and I forgot about it. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask that question because I think it's fun. You know, like I said, you being new um, to the franchise, you know, really makes it interesting to maybe see what creatures you want to have in the game, and then you might get them. You know, we have a spider creature, we have a, 
uh, a roadrunner, basically looking crane type, you know, bird, a bunch of dragons, a shit ton of dragons, uh, fanged wyverns, you know, a couple T-Rexes here and there. So it's really cool to see what they've added to the game. And there's still probably 10 to 15 monsters we don't even know about. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about today is just Monster Hunter Rise. Um, Did you think the demo was great for someone new who've, you know, we've played it for, what, an hour about? Yeah, we've played an hour, yeah. Do you think the demo was easy to kind of get into? At least, you know, approach it, you know, jump into it? Or did you, you like, oh. It was a bit hard to get into at first, but... No, the more I play, like, I'm ready for next week. I'm ready for the actual game. I'm ready to see more monsters and understand the controls and the combat. Um, no, I'm really ready to see what this game has to offer. And I did not think that I was going to be able to get into this. But, no, the more and more I play with you guys, like, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm ready. There's definitely, like, a good social experience within the game. And and I, we've talked about this before on uh, another episode of the cast where you 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 grow as a player like yourself and like your skill doesn't come from, well, you get abilities from the armor, but like the more you get the hang of like a certain weapon, you get your starter weapon that really clicks with you and you grow, you really feel like a badass and you're feeling like a badass with your friends fighting giant monsters. It seems like against it's all odds. So, so yeah, I think, um, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna there's literally <laughs> some monsters that feel like you're at odds. Um, there's also giant monsters too. Uh, I don't, do you think Rise will have any like um, like the water leviathan that we kill in Monster Hunter Three? That wasn't cool. No, but oh, it, the, it the, is. Uh, C- what's Ciadius, right? Ciadius, and then um, I'm thinking of the lava one that's in the water the whole time. It's oh, a giant um, dragon. The, um, the shit, we just saw him on on screen. Um, um, Magnazoros. Mag- yeah, Magnazoros. Mag- or Gigantamax Colossal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, show him. Uh, show him. Uh, Balhazak. Oh, here we go. Uh, so, it's going to be crazy to see the types of monsters that they still have added that we don't know yet. There's a new Elder Dragon that's in one of the latest trailers. Um, but, you know, moving on to their post-game plans. Uh, Brandon, what did you think of Camellios coming back? Oh, man. I'm excited. I, nev- I knew of Camellios, but I never got far enough in any of the previous games to actually try my hand at fighting Camellios. And, I mean, it's... It's a it's a monster that can turn itself invisible, and you were just talking about being at being at odds and seeming seemingly against they were against you. So uh, I'm excited to fight him for the first time. I think he's going to be very interesting and provide some good gear. So, uh, so before we wrap this up, I have a bonus question for the both of you, and then of course myself. I'll answer as well. Uh, seeing as the game is on the Nintendo Switch, and, you know, Brian, you haven't played them, but I've kind of told you about some of the crossovers that Nintendo and Monster Hunter have had. Is there any crossover you guys hope that they have? So I'll go first to give you guys time. I kind of hope they keep tradition. I kind of hope that they just do more Zelda-based crossovers. Uh, in Monster Hunter 4, you can get the Triforce, you can get the Master Sword and Shield, uh, set, and then you can get the Tunic of the Hero, and you can look just like Link. Um, I hope they just follow suit with the Breath of the Wild stuff. But I was kind of thinking about it. This isn't going to happen, everybody listening and you know you guys sitting in front of me. What if they created a new class with a Sheikah Slate? Like, what if they went balls to the wall for this crossover and created a whole new melee or uh, like a mage class with a Sheikah Slate? 
Ooh, I didn't even. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Well, that I, be, that I was cool. thinking about it right now because I still have to finish uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, mm-hmm. and Zelda literally only fights with the Sheikah Slate. Like everything she does is basically like a mage, um, <clears throat> basically a mage with the Sheikah Slate. And I was like, damn, dude, that'd be really cool if they added the Sheikah Slate. Um, okay, so we'll we'll tone it down. What if it's not a class, but it's like a ruin, like the Witcher Stone, after you beat the DLC in Monster Hunter, where you can do the fire magic attack okay or so, you could make it like a skin for the uh the liboga perhaps yeah you could do that could do Some, that something like that um so i wanted to bring that up uh the other thing i would do is a yoshi crossover what? where they completely design a new monster that kind of looks like yoshi and we fucking slaughter it <laughs> and you know what's sad about that is yoshi's my favorite nintendo character but i just think it'd be cool to do like like a dark Super Mario Quest line. Uh, Brian, you don't know this, but there's a couple, uh, uh, you know, ape-type enemies. And they actually had a Mario Bros. quest really? back in the day. And they actually ate the mushrooms, and they were dressed up like Mario and Luigi, and they beat the shit out of you. It wow. was so <laughs> much fun. Um, I love how they can do crossovers like that and still keep the flavor of Like Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter just flawlessly. That. Like Exactly. It doesn't get too goofy. Like, you're still having a good time. Because when you said that, I was like, Yoshi, like, literally, yep, bring, and, like, jumping around the fucking <laughs> world. And I was like, Jesus, that's goofy as hell. What is hell, it, but... buttering ha or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of a Nintendo crossover they could do, and the only one that would come to mind for me was Metroid. I don't know if they would... Well, they've done they've done a Metroid oh, DLC, okay. but I don't remember. But what would, so, Capcom's coming to you, and Nintendo's coming to you for a Metroid crossover. What would you want to see from that crossover? A bunch of monsters that look like the aliens in Metroid, but Nintendo hates that franchise, so uh, <laughs> it is the redheaded stepchild. Oh, this is Brad Gitto. Please give me Prime Four already. Um, <laughs> So we're gonna show Brian Brackettos right now in my uh, Monster Hunter cutscenes. Uh, Brian or Brandon, what would you like to see from a Nintendo IP crossover uh, in Monster Hunter? Nintendo IP. They're, um, they're coming oh. to you. You can do whatever you want. What do you want to see? All right. So I got two. One's one's related to Nintendo, and one is just on a Nintendo console. I'm gonna blow your mind with the Nintendo related one, but the, the I'm gonna start with my unrelated. <laughs> I would like to see. Um, a skin for Zagreus from Hades, and a quest okay. line about that, okay, and potentially cool. like a Cerberus tie-in um, for your pal- uh, for your Palamute. That would be uh, pretty sick. Um, something that has to do with Hades, just because like that's a game I- that's a game I've been on about for a while. A lot now. of people, man. It's so good. If you haven't played it, play it. Um, but I think the one that I would really like to relate to a Nintendo IP is um, more Palamute skins and Palico skins. If they did. Um, a Palamute Isabel or an Apelico uh, Rover or oh, some other man. Animal Crossing uh, <laughs> cat character. I think that would be pretty sick. Um, How cool would that be? Wow. That'd be pretty insane. Bring the Animal Crossing people into the world of Monster Hunter, please. Yes. <laughs> and if not, they can make a Nintendo Labo collaboration. Because that's still a thing, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oof. Oh, Nintendo Labo. No one misses it and no one ever wanted it to begin yeah. with. I don't even think the kids they designed it for wanted it. I didn't hate it, but it's like I understood it wasn't for me. You gotta understand. You gotta think it's like probably on the recycle bin. This is Bracky does. Right now. Oh my god, it's just so good. I I can't help it. I had to show these guys some cutscenes to for me and Brandon to get that nostalgia, but to show Brian what Bracky does looks like 
This guy's a beast. He's awesome. Oh, you dipped his horn in guacamole. <laughs> he's like, table side, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's such a badass monster to fight, though, and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, he, he will um, mercilessly. Let's just cheeks. say he will clap your cheeks. Literally. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Oh, uh, so show, let's show him uh, Acid Glavinous. So we're going to show Brian Glavinous. So if you guys could add... Any type of weapon or melee or you know style to the game, like a fighting style, what would you add? Brian can go last. I'm trying to think. That's dual blades. Hear me out here. I know you guys don't watch anime, but dual blades. Attack on Titan fighting style. Oh, that, with the wire bugs, dude, that'd be dope. That'd be dope as shit. <laughs> I mean, it literally looks like it never makes sense in that show, but yeah. I think, well, I mean, it's kind of the same theme. You have these giant monsters, titans, and obviously monsters against humans who have the capabilities to wield ungodly-sized swords or this uh, omnidirectional gear. I think it could work. I think that'd be really cool, especially with the final season of Attack on Titan being out right now. And it being, and both Monster Hunter and Attack on Titan being huge franchises for, you know... I'm sure. I'm sure there's plenty of Monster Hunter fans who like Attack on Titan, and you know, obviously, vice versa in those situations. Um, so I think that would be um, a really cool fighting style to see, especially with the wire bugs. Oh, it's my boy, uh, Brian. Any type of weapon, anything in the world that you'd like to see as a fighting style in Monster Hunter that you can think of, like, wacky, funny, awesome, serious. I'll go first. I think it'd be cool if there's nunchucks. In Monster Hunter, just literally wailing on a monster for it to laugh at you and then kill you. Just a ridiculous meme of a class that you can still find a way to power up and kick ass. I'll take a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> That's my choice. There we go. Ryan, you said nunchucks, but what if they were like the like in the same vein as like t-shirt cannons? They were like the, the noisemakers you get at baseball games. You know, <laughs> oh, fucking man. together. Oh my God. You're hitting a monster. Beep, beep, beep. Can I get the fucking FIFA World Cup fucking horns then? <laughs> or whatever they are. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so we just want to talk about Monster Hunter Rise today. Uh, we played the demo together. Uh, we will be reporting on this game quite a bit. It comes out next week, March 26th. Brian from Another Vinyl Page, thank you so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having the noob on and teaching me more about this series that I'm going to grow to love, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, love having you on. It's it's fun to have a different perspective, you know, since me and Brandon have been playing it for a while. Uh, Brandon, thank you for being on. Happy to be on, man. It's always a lot of fun to, to be on the cast. So this is the It Just Works Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan, and we will talk to you guys next week with some Monster Hunter goodness. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye.